Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Connected Wellness Podcast. We are so happy that you're here. I am Rachel Ann. I'm here with the wonderful Mary Ann, and we are the hosts of the Connected Wellness Podcast. And this is where we talk about how we are so passionate about wellness. Here in this podcast, we look at the ways that our physical, emotional, and spiritual health are all connected and how we can take better care of our whole selves holistically so we can live our best lives. We're really excited that you're here with us on the journey and we're excited here for episode nine. Nine! <laughs> that is so exciting. I I am having a wonderful time and huge random huge thank you to everybody who has been commenting texting or um commenting right on the youtube about on the youtube on the um <laughs> on our episodes and the comments letting us know what they like letting us know what they would love to see from us so thank you thank you to you listeners mm -hmm. we love that you are enjoying this so much absolutely the engagement is really my favorite part and yeah it means so much to hear that Something that you heard on this podcast inspired you to take some action or yeah. just, you know, uh, inspired you to do anything or encouraged you. So, yes, thank you so much for listening. We're happy you're here. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited about today's topic, Marianne. Um, so today we are going to be talking about and hearing a little bit more from Marianne and Marianne's wellness journey, her physical health journey. Um, and I think it's such a beautiful illustration about how all of these things that we talk about at Connected Wellness, how they're actually really connected. So that's what we're going to be hearing today. Um, but before that, we'll start with our wellness wins. Marianne, take it away with your wellness win. Okay. Awesome. So I was thinking about this and I realized that um, obviously part of my physical health journey has been quite a bit of exercise and physical activity and having a plan. Uh, I love plans of what I'm going to do each day. You know, this day is cardio, this day is strength, this day is this particular cardio, you know, so you don't have to be as um, rigid as I am. I just love plans like, a, you know, something is wrong with me. <laughs> I love to have things planned out so I know exactly what I'm going to do. But lately, sometimes I realize, you know, for whatever reason, I don't want to do what I have planned, you know, and, and instead of feeling bad about it, uh, what I've kind of allowed myself to do is, is think about what would serve me better today, right? So I still make um, physical movement, physical activity a priority, but I'm finding ways to, you know, also like take care of the other parts of my health um, in what I choose to do. So for example, I have two examples, like yesterday is a prime example. Here in Pittsburgh, like it's not forget spring, summer has arrived. It is unbelievably beautiful outside. It's like been sunny and blue skies all week, um, almost 80 degrees. And the plan was for me to get home from work and hit the basement for a cardio workout. And I was like, uh-uh, I am not going into the basement. I've been stuck inside at work all day. Like I need to be outside. Right. And I grabbed Chris and I was like, we're heading to one of the local trails, you know, and just taking a nice uh, walk together. Mm. And, you know, I actually, the best part about this is at some point I would have felt kind of bad about that. Right. Like mm. this was my plan and I didn't um, accomplish my plan, but I didn't feel bad about it at all. I'm still moving my body. I'm still getting physical activity. And I'm also getting, you know, vitamin D from the sun, lots of fresh air, um, quality time with my husband, right? So like so many things that I wouldn't have got if I was in the basement. 
for that planned cardio workout. So that's like one example. Um, sorry, I have one more example. Yeah, I want to hear it. So the other one was, this was not nice weather. I just had like a horrible, busy day one time at work. And again, the thought of coming home and, you know, as much as I love the workouts that I do, I've chosen ones that I enjoy. I just didn't feel like it. Um, but again, I wanted to move. And so I decided instead of this normal workout, I'm going to dance. <laughs> so we have a we. And we have all these just dance uh, games yeah. from like years and years ago. And I was dug them out and um, danced, you know, and it was so much fun. And I still, you know, got my heart rate up and I had a great time and it didn't feel like a workout. And I just think being able to be flexible, you know, based on how your body's feeling, how your mind is feeling, what kind of day you had, what it's like outside, you know, um, makes it a lot more likely to stick to any of these goals because it's not like, oh, I can't do exactly what I planned. Mm. So throw it all out the window, mm. you know, so I'm calling that a win that I've been able to be a little bit more flexible with the, my, yeah. my movement. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. One dance is such a good cardio workout. It's also really great yeah. to relieve stress. Um, that's yeah. one of the coping mechanisms that I talk about my clients and they're like, huh, I didn't realize that was a thing. And I was like, yeah, you're doing a physical movement that you enjoy to exert the internal energy and you tend to feel mm -hmm. good because you still are moving around a lot and your body feels that difference. Um, I have not, I have not thought about just dance on we in so long. <laughs> um, but I love that they are still in company because of you. They're still in business because of you. I mean, well, I have to admit the ones I just danced to are like early 2000s hits, nice. you know, but like I'm not and, and that right there improves my mental health immediately, yeah. you know, hearing those songs and it's just, yeah. It's a lot of fun. I love that. Highly recommend. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Um, for me, my wellness win is also more physical health related. Um, I signed up for the gym. And that is a very Ooh. big deal because I, I am like the one person in every social group that is like still terrified of COVID and wears a mask all the time and all of that stuff. Everyone has moved on and I'm so happy for them. They're feeling comfortable. Rachel has not. So, um, one of the, one of the things I was nervous about with the gym is, you know, people aren't going to be wearing masks, you know, you're kind of coughing mm. everywhere, lots of sweat. How clean is this? And I was just like, Rachel, you, you actually really need to go to the gym going outside for walks is really great but sometimes i need to do something that's more high energy and i need machines um and i'm like i just looked at the covid numbers and i just remember that everything is okay like i can mm -hmm. i can re-enter the world now so i went ahead and i signed up for the gym and um it was a really good feeling i was just like wow i'm doing this this is happening i got to walk around the gym i remember the machines that i really mm -hmm. liked um and i'm like oh nice. good they're still here yeah just look i use like the <laughs> same four machines i'm not I'm not like super workout girl. I'm like, thank you, cardio machine one, two, three, and four. So um, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to go back to the gym and it's super close by. Um, and as an entrepreneur, I get a little bit of flexibility in my schedule. So I'm like, oh, I could do this in like the middle of the day or something. So yeah. I signed up for the gym, y'all. It happened. Rachel Great job. Is a Yay, gym Rachel. member. Go me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. That's what we got going on there. 
Um, let's hop right into what we're going to talk about today. So today is going to be mostly physical health related, but also how it relates to the other areas of our yeah. health. Um, and we'll be hearing about Marianne's journey, which I think is going to be really inspiring, really beautiful to hear. So we'll just hop right in. Marianne, talk to us about how your wellness journey started. What were the thoughts? What was the trigger? What was the thing that just made it like click for you? Yeah. So um, I feel like I've always tried to kind of take care of myself, you know, as an adult, but uh, never made like a super concerted aware decision, you know, that I'm going to get healthier. And um, ha I've been overweight my whole life. Uh, basically, I have a theory that it's because I was a premature baby. There's some science to back that up. Ah, I didn't know <laughs> we that. could talk, uh, talk about that another time. Yeah. But Anyway, um, I've always like tried, but what it, it, it not enough apparently, mm -hmm. and you know I wasn't like feeling my best in general. Um, as I said in the last episode, I was taking um, reflux medication for many many years. You know, um, obviously I just didn't have like a ton of energy, and then of course COVID hits, right? Mm -hmm. And I had tried many times uh, to to do like the big diets, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, and they always like worked for a little bit. But then I was so miserable, mm. like so miserable. Like it felt like, I mean, if anyone has had success on these diets, great. You know, that's great. But for my personality um, to feel so um, like you can't do anything, I just felt like subhuman. Mm. Like I can't be a real normal human being because it's so restrictive and I just hated it. So I, you know, it would be fine for like a couple months. And then even though it was working, working as in I was losing weight, you know, I was miserable and I was like, I can't do this. So they were not sustainable for me. Yeah. Um, and then COVID hits and, you know, like most of us, we didn't go anywhere. Um, you know, how did we kind of, uh, entertain ourselves, <laughs> you know, was, was unfortunately more food, you know, um, in the grocery orders, a lot of candy would be sneaking in there. You know, cocktail hour was happening much more frequently than it had <laughs> been in the past. You know, you don't got anywhere to go. Yeah. Um, a cocktail on the patio was a nice treat. So I uh, gained a little bit more weight um, in, in 2020. Towards the beginning of 2021, I was just like, you know what? This is out of control. Mm. <laughs> like I had, I had been at a stage where I really shouldn't be gaining any more weight, but I, you know, I had gained more weight and I was like, that's it. Like something needs to change. And I was like, I'm not doing any of these ridiculous diets. I know for me, it just doesn't work. Mm. Right. So I started looking into this idea of, um, you know, very kind of one-on-one -on -one specific nutrition coaching. Um, and I found a, a great group here uh, locally called case specific nutrition. And I was like, wow, that sounds exactly like what I'm looking for. And um, I got paired with this amazing dietitian. We met virtually for a long time. Um, now we meet in person. And honestly, she, she was such a great fit. And I told her from the beginning, look, I'm not like, don't tell me I can't eat a banana because that's not going to work out for me. You know, like those low carb diets, those what Oh, and she was like, oh, if anyone tells you don't eat a banana, run the other way. And I was like, you are my girl. <laughs> like this is going to work out. Right. Because, um, yeah, I love fruit side note. Like, so if anyone says don't eat fruit and that's one of the things I feel good about eating, you know, when I eat fruit, I feel like I'm doing something good for my body. Yeah. I was like, this isn't going to work if I shouldn't be eating fruit on this diet. 
But I basically told her exactly what I was looking for. Like, I just want to change the way that I'm eating. I want it to be sustainable. I want to feel like a normal human, right? Like that I can go out, you know, because this was now 2021. We were, you know, vaccinated or close to vaccinated. We were able to to go out a little bit more. Like, I want to have treats at home. I want to, you know, feel like a normal person. So that's um, that was really the the start of the journey. And I honestly have not looked back. It's been over two years now. And it's just been so amazing that, you know, the changes that I've made are so sustainable. That's like, Mm -hmm. that's the the huge point is that, you know, yes, I pretty much completely overhauled my daily like diet and, and what I do every day, but I still go out too much probably now, (laughs) now that we're almost back to normal, you know, I still have treats. I still have ice cream. I still have cake. You know, um, last night I had cake with my parents to celebrate their anniversary, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and actually I didn't even feel bad about it. That's kind of the best part, you know, the, the, the food guilt, um, anyone who's ever been part of the diet culture, like the food guilt is huge. Mm -hmm you know, and and you might eat something, but then you feel so bad about it. You're like, what was the point? Mm -hmm. I didn't even enjoy it. So that's like been the biggest win for me is I'm getting over that guilt and I'm learning how to be in my head, a normal person being able to, you know, kind of eat what I want, um, you know, and and enjoy things like food is meant to be enjoyed, Mm -hmm. right? It's fuel, but it's also meant to be enjoyed. Um, It's a huge part of all cultures, really. I know some cultures more than others. Um, I know we've talked about that before, like huge, it's huge, like the hospitality factor and, you know, feeding people when they come to your house and celebrations. Um, So you don't want to, you know, completely turn your back on this big part of your culture that is is meant to be enjoyed and and celebrated and not something that's supposed to make you feel bad or whatever. So yeah. And then of course I added, sorry, I'm talking so much, but you asked. Yeah. Um, I added uh, exercise. I didn't start exercising right away. Um, I, I focused a little bit on the food first. And then I think a few months in, um, I was like, you know, I feel like my body wants to be more active. Ooh. You know, now that I'm, I'm shedding some weight, I'm feeling um, better. So um, I started adding workouts in. And for me, the best part about my workouts is I do them all from home. Um, YouTube has been amazing. And then I, I did, um, get a few, like some dumbbells, you know, a bunch of weights and, and things that I've been able to strength train at home. Um, it's worked out great for me not having to like, oh, I still have to go to the gym after Mm. work or, you know, whatever. It's just, everything's at home and there's really no excuses when it's at home, Mm. right. Which has worked well for me. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Marianne. So it sounds like, um, it was a small practical change that you made, which then allowed for another, maybe less small practical change that you can make. And then another one, another one after that. So it kind of started off with your eating and then it seems like it, it transitioned to your exercise. Was it this like, okay, I'm going to revamp my grocery list. Was it you start with certain food groups? How was that change in your eating? How did that start? So, um, Basically, like my dietitian kind of uh, explained like this would be the ideal, you know, breakdown of each meal um, where it's like one fourth, you know, lean protein, one fourth uh, whole grains and half fresh produce. And we talked about like, what are you currently eating? You know, when I first met with her and then 
what can we change to, to make it look more like this ideal plate, right? Mm. That, um, that she was describing. So what I also love about this process with her and just with myself, like, again, this idea of flexibility, it wasn't like, this is what you have to eat every morning, an egg white omelet, you know, spinach and a grapefruit, like, you know, something very rigid where I don't want eggs first thing in the morning, you know? So some people that works, but for me, I'm very much a sweet breakfast person. Like Mm -hmm. savory breakfast is not for me. Um, I'll take my eggs at lunch, you know, or, or whatever. So things like that, like I've been able to tweak, okay, this isn't going to work for me. Cause if it doesn't work for you, you're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, like you want to find something that works for you. And, and I found, okay, there's actually two perfect breakfasts for me, right? One is oatmeal based, one is yogurt based, <laughs> you know, and they fit kind of all the criteria of what's going to fuel my body properly what tastes good to me, what sounds good to me first thing in the morning, you know? Um, so you just, it takes a little bit of experimentation. Um, and if you have somebody to work with you, that's great. You know, highly, highly recommend the dietitian, uh, especially if you can find a good one, you know, she's been invaluable resource for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you take kind of like what Sandra was saying last time, if you spend a little bit of time doing some research Um, you know, these are things that you probably could figure out yourself. You know, there's no shortage of information out there. You just need some patience, um, which is something I do want to talk about today. Being patient Mm. with yourself, uh, is a, is a big part of this process, but yeah. So yeah, I I guess the question is, did I change my grocery list? Absolutely. (laughs) But, but not to things I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the problem with some diets. Like you have to eat you know, ABC. Well, I don't like that, you know? So, okay. If you don't like that, you're not going to stick to it. And, you know, you have this like intrinsic desire to rebel against the diet. It's kind of like human nature. If you're stuck eating something you hate yeah. and then you go to work and there's a box of donuts, like you're going to eat the don't, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's, it's a process and just takes a little bit of experimenting and understanding what works for you. Mm, Yeah. I love that you were able to give yourself the opportunity to do that and be honest with yourself. Like, yeah, if there's Mm -hmm. a donut, I'm probably going to eat it. So what, what are the (laughs) realistic changes I can make so that I can have this donut and it's enjoyable, no food guilt about it. And it doesn't completely destroy my body. My, what can I do to, in, uh, improve the health of my body so we can have a donut and it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially is what, where that is. Um, let's talk about patience. What was this journey like in relation to patience? Did you learn to be patient? Did you have to be patient at some points more than others? So I don't know if we've talked about this before, but patience is not um, naturally one of my virtues at mm-hmm. all. Okay. They're like, Here's the thing. I think in general, you got to be like honest, you know, about your strengths and your weaknesses. And mm. and I, anyone who knows me well knows I have no trouble telling you about my strengths. <laughs> you know, I'm real good at that. If I'm good at something, I'm happy to admit it. Um, so if I'm bad at something, I will admit it as well. I do not have patience naturally at all. Uh, so that was a big problem um, because anytime I'm putting effort into something, and this has been a lot of effort, of course. And, mm. and anytime you're trying to change your body and change your habits, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. I want to see results 
immediately, yeah. right? Like in instant gratification. Um, and if I, if it doesn't happen, I get discouraged and I'm like, screw this yeah. and I don't yeah. want to do it. But this process, again, if you're not trying to go, if you're trying to go on a diet, that's a different situation because diets are supposed to be temporary, mm-hmm. which is in my opinion, why they don't work because, you know, they're temporary, but then you go back to whatever you were doing before. And then why should the weight stay off? Right. Like if you, if you go back to what you're doing. Um, but I was not trying to go on a diet. I was trying to change, you know, the way that I live so that I could change, you know, my physical health, change my body, change how I feel. Um, and so, yes, that takes a lot of patience Mm. because, um, this process has not been linear at all right? Like linear meaning, you know, here is my weight and every week it just goes down a little bit. And then at some point, God willing, I'll be, you know, comfortable and it'll just stay. Mm. No way. Like no, no, nothing that we do is linear like that, right? There's ups and downs in the process. Um, and the downs used to hit me much harder. Oh, wow. Uh, like, if I had a bad weigh in, you know, in, in the morning, like it would ruin my whole day. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go see my dietitian Cause I was like embarrassed to tell her that I failed. Oh. Right. Even though she was like, then she's so nice, you know, and she, and Chris would even tell me, well, what did she say? Like, cause Chris always tells me I'm too hard on myself. And of course she's not going to be like, you know, you effed up. Like, yeah. no, she'll just be like, that's okay. There's fluctuations, you know, especially as women, we have these hormones that go up and down and it causes us to fluctuate like, you know, three, four pounds, really. Um, You could be up and down based on your cycle, based on your water retention, whatever. But uh, my point is that used to hit me really, really hard. But now I I think I'm able to take it, um, just take it kind of as it goes, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and look at the overall picture. Right. So even if I jump up a pound or two one week, you know, I still look at overall, look at how far I've come. Right. Look at what I've done. And this up is not happening every week. It just happened this week for whatever reason, you know, and what I've been able to do is no matter what the scale says, I continue with my consistency. I continue eating in the way that I know is best for me. That's again, you know, supporting the needs of my body that's making me feel better. I continue with my activity um, as before, like, whereas in the past, if I messed up on the diet, you know, I would be like, okay, I'm done. Just Mm. throw it all out the window, you know? So it's caused me to be more patient, um, but also like it's allowed me to give myself some more grace, Mm. you know, like Mm. that's okay. I'm not a robot, you know, I'm a human being, like I'm not going to eat perfectly, Um, all of the time. I'm not going to do anything perfectly all the time. Because what did I say at the beginning? I want to be a normal human. Like I want to be able to go out for pizza and wings. You know, I want to be able to to do whatever um, with my friends, with my husband, with my family and not feel like the weirdo who's eating a salad, (laughs) you know, when everybody is eating uh, pizza. Although I do eat quite a few salads, but you know what I mean? Like you want to be to like, just feel like, normal. That's, that's the best way I know how to say it. Um, like not feel like you're being so restrictive, um, on yourself all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a perfect way to say it. You want to be able to eat the things that you want to eat and not like still within a discipline that's like healthy for you Mm -hmm. and not allow it to, again, destroy your health in a way. Um, and so I, I don't know. I love that. 
I love that you were able to learn to be patient in that way. I resonate because I'm also a rather impatient person. And I'm like, I ate a salad. That means I lost five pounds. Nope, that's not what that means. It means that you ate a salad. And good job. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, okay, well, this is a habit that we're building. We talked about habits a while ago, but Mm-hmm. This is a habit that you're building. Um, how do you feel like you were able to have the motivation to keep going? Like maybe if there was a hard day, how were you able to motivate yourself to keep going on that hard day? I think it's because I saw the, I did see the results. And especially in the beginning, if you do like completely overhaul the way that you eat, you're going to see results quickly. Mm. But it's now, you know, two years into this process that the results are coming a lot more slowly, you know. So because I had results in the beginning, that's what keeps me going. And also because I just, I know what I'm doing is good for my body, you know? And so a lot of what I talk about with my dietitian, which she's been great at reminding me is you can't just focus on the scale, right? Mm. Like there's so much more to getting healthy than what the scale says, you know, there's, how do you feel? How do your clothes fit? You know, and how do I feel? That's a, I mean, a whole episode in its own, you know, how do I feel physically? like just so much more energy, you know, like there's so many like little things. Like if you left something up to my house is, you know, two floors plus a basement. Right. So if I'm like upstairs and something I need is in the basement, this is before I might've been like, Ugh, I don't feel like going like all the way mm-hmm. down there, you know, like, yeah, like you a little bit lazy. Like I don't want to do two flights of stairs or four flights of stairs to come back. But now, like, I need something. I don't think twice about it. Like, you know, my body just feels, like, lighter. It feels more energized. Um, We talked last week about me being able to get off that medication Mm. way more easily than I thought I'd be able to. Like, so things like that are huge wins. Talk about wellness wins that have nothing to do with the scale. You know, um, another one that is like very measurable, which is why I started seeing her in person is um, really looking at your body composition changing. So measuring your percent body fat, right? So the scale might not be changing, but because I'm strength training and because I'm still trying to, to lose fat, you know, I'm getting stronger. Therefore, more of my body is turning to muscle mm-hmm. <laughs> and less to fat. And you could see those body composition changes based on these... Um, this test that she does with a whole bunch of pinchers. It's super fun. She pinches me all over and then <laughs> calculates it. And yeah, she's always like, sorry. I'm like, I asked for it. Like, it's fine. Just, just do your thing. Yeah, do your thing. As long as you give me good, good numbers. But so yeah, seeing the changes, feeling the changes. And um, it's just been unbelievably empowering. Wow. That's what, um, what I I was thinking when you asked me, when we talked about this episode and you were like, let's talk about how, you know, physical health changes impact, you know, emotional, spiritual health. So I think the biggest holistic improvement that I I've noticed is just this general feeling of empowerment. Mm. Like I did this really hard thing. (laughs) Like, I mean, not to pat myself on the back, but like, it's hard. Like anybody who's tried, yeah, like it's it's a difficult process, you know, especially like, again, two years in, like it's not a whole 30 where you're doing something for a month. Like, no, this is a, 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 a like a real life change, you know, that you're changing the way that you live. It's hard. But because I, I know I've been able to do that, like 
I think, oh, what else can I do? Like, what other things did I never think I could do before? And now, you know, maybe I want to try them. And and I didn't notice why I was doing these things or thinking these things until I really thought about it. But like last year, I remember I told you I took a creative writing class. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's something I just don't think I ever would have done before. But, you know, I was like, I want to see if I could, you know, be a writer. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I tried that. Um, the idea for this podcast, like, I think that's a huge (laughs) one, you know, I just maybe would have thought of it before and just been like, oh, that might be nice and moved on with my life. But I was like, no, this is going to be, you know, a challenge, but why can't I do it? Right. Or why can't we do it? So, um, that's been like, I think the biggest, like, like I said, holistic takeaway, you know, things are difficult, you know, and, and making changes are difficult, but I already know now that I can do it. Mm. So if there's other changes I want to make, like I, I, I'm not as um, hesitant to attempt them. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's so beautiful that this was one way that you were able to learn about how you really can accomplish a lot of things. You are able to have creative ideas and move forward with them and actually believe that those things are worth pursuing. And you're able to strategize and schedule and make changes so that that thing can Mm -hmm. happen. And I think that's such a beautiful reminder because as people, I think we forget that those like things that seem too dreamy so far off um Mm -hmm. you should just let it go and not do anything about it especially like culturally a lot of us grew up being like I want you to be a doctor or a lawyer and engineer and it's like well what if we wanted to dream of a different career you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. I think it's very legit you know finances and all of that stuff but what if we were allowed the opportunity to dream of something and believing Mm -hmm. that we could accomplish that believing we could plan for it and reach out for support and get guidance so we could accomplish that thing um I feel like you're able to see yourself in a different way that you weren't able to see yourself before oh 100 percent yeah I mean Again, for people who don't struggle with their, you know, um, their body weight or or whatever, they might not understand. But I never thought as many times as I tried, I never thought I would be the weight that I am now or the size that I am now, you know, I, I never thought it. So, okay, I never thought this could happen. But hey, guess what? You know, I made it happen. So, yeah, what else can I possibly make happen? Yeah. Um, it, it's like it is really exciting to think about. Um, but I never realized that's what was happening until I was like, why am I doing all these things I never did before? Yeah. You know, where is this coming from? And and I think I may have been talking with a friend about it. And I was like, oh, maybe this is it. Like, you know, I'm, I did something I never thought I could do. Mm-hmm. And now I want to see what else can I do? Like, it's it's like this like spiral, you know, this positive spiral of like, oh, you know, like you just kind of feel um the momentum, you know, the momentum Mm. of, of success and empowerment. And, um, yeah, this wellness vibe too, like, you know, it's a whole vibe, you know, taking care of yourself and, and so, okay, why stop at my physical health? Like, you know, emotionally, what do I need to feel better spiritually? What do I need to feel better? Um, Mm. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I forgot what episode we talked about this um, idea, but one of the ways that we can really like honor God is taking stewardship over our body, the body mm-hmm. that he has given us and being like, we're so grateful for this body. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to do things to continue to serve the Lord and to um, spread the love and light that the Lord gives me to other people. But I need energy for that. You sharing Absolutely. that, you know, going from one floor to the other. I, I don't know if it was so much laziness but more so it just takes a lot of energy and effort and mentality strength to say okay now i'm gonna go all the way down to flights and it seems small but if if your body and if your health is in that place where it's like something like that is a lot of effort you know that really tells you that like wow i'm not able to do the things that are like pretty regular and pretty chill that should not be that difficult for me to do and what would it look like to be able to do these things with ease and then how do we mm-hmm. do that in other areas of our life with how we support people and care for people if i have energy then i'm more likely to be able to have a phone call with my friend i'm more likely to yeah. stick to the devotional time that i set for myself every day um i'm more likely to enjoy the times when i'm writing emails or creating content or whatever it is. So I, I think last episode, Sandra, our, our guest who just, oh my gosh, just completely wrecked my life about nutrition in the best way possible. I remember one of the things that she said that really stuck with me is that physical health is a gateway to different aspects of health mm-hmm. and is like, yeah, it yeah. really opens the door to make you realize what's going on internally, what's going on in your body. Um, and I can see how creating a change such as weight loss, such as um, having healthier cholesterol and blood pressure and everything like that, I could see how that gives us the motivation to do really great work and make changes in other areas of our lives Mm -hmm. because it's a noticeable difference. Like you said, we are an instant gratification generation. We're the microwave generation. We want everything done quickly and we want it Mm -hmm. done now. And so if we're able to experience that in one area, we're able to believe that, that it could really happen in others. So I, I love that. And Something that I do wonder is how was it like for the people in your life? Because you said that you had to overhaul your eating and change, um, you know, your grocery shopping, what you were eating. I know that you have a husband and you hang out with people. So did, mm-hmm. did they also have to change their eating or, you know, were people excited and proud of you? Or were they like, oh, Marianne, this is kind of weird. What was the support like for you? Uh, well, luckily, Chris is wonderful, um, and I know I've said that before, but, you know, he's extremely supportive, uh, and, you know, he's – how can anyone complain? So I do the grocery shopping for both of us, most of the food preparation for both of us, so I automatically – I'm feeding him healthier too. And how can he be mad at that? Like, you know what I mean? You know, he knows that he needs to be healthier. Um, So that's been like an added bonus. I eat healthier. He eats healthier. Um, Is there pushback? Not really, but like, you know, every once in a while he'll want something that I like really don't want to have in the house. You know, Mm -hmm. again, it's about learning your limits. Like I, Mm. I am, we'll eat, you know, ice cream or whatever, but that doesn't mean I want a tub of it in my freezer, you know, or I'll eat some chips, but I don't want a giant bag. Um, so we, we found ways to get around that. Like maybe we'll buy something and then I'll, you know, eat some of it and send the rest of it to work with him. Like just get, you know, get this out of my, um, out of my face. But so, no, I don't think it's been, to be honest, I'm very blessed in that it hasn't been difficult in that regard. And, and the other people in my life, um, 
like it doesn't affect them as much. Like if we're out and I don't eat something like, you know, it's whatever, or it, do, it doesn't really bother anybody. But let me tell you actually one experience that I had um, oh. that has been really motivating actually. So someone that I was talking to, a, a good friend of mine, you know, was basically like, who, who has this like up and down diet, you know, journey that they'll diet and they'll lose a ton of weight and, but then they'll gain it all back plus, and you know, this up and down business. And they said to me, well, don't you think you're going to gain it back? And I, I don't think they thought it was like a big deal, but I heard that. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> It was just kind of like a, like almost like a slap in the face because, you know, I've never lost this amount of weight before, like not, not even close to it. Um, and again, I, I'm like taking so much ownership for this journey and like to tell me that, aren't you just going to like gain it back is basically saying, well, you're going to fail. Right. Mm. You know? And so that, um, kind of upset me, but at the same time, it's been super motivating that mm -hmm. like, you know, you know how it is. If someone says you can't do something, you're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, watch me. It's like, watch me do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, that honestly is the only like negative thing I can think of. Um, mm. a, a lot of people make comments about your body, even though now it's all positive. But we I know I think we've talked about this before, like it's all well-meaning, but sometimes I'm like, okay, just like stop looking, you know, yeah. so closely <laughs> at my body. Um, yeah. I'm a little sensitive to that for previous reasons, um, stuff that I went through before. But anyway, in general, it's been positive. Everyone is, is really super sweet. Um, and, and I yeah. feel very blessed by the support, to be honest. But yeah. yeah, that that's the only negative thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. That's the only negative thing. And I think, you know, people are shocked and surprised. And hearing the stories like yours, I think it's becoming more common, but it's still not the most common story we hear mm -hmm. about somebody overhauling their eating and doing weight loss and exercise and stuff like that. So it, it, it can be a surprise. I can see it being a surprise for people. Um, and I'm glad that you were able to turn that around and be like, no, nothing is nothing is going to stop me on my journey. Anything that is coming at me, any comments that's coming at me, I will process my feelings and I will figure out boundaries or whatever I need to do, mm -hmm. but nothing is going to stop me from this journey that I have set my mind to. And it seems like because you have so much more support and you have all of these changes that are working for you, it's like, I'm loving my life. So I'm just going to keep doing things that is making me able to love my life, being able to love and care for others more. Um, so I, I love that. I love that a lot. Can I um, just throw in a little bit of a reality check and a, yes. you know, like in full disclosure uh, yes. here. So of course it's not all like, you know, roses and sunshine and, you know, like I've been la la la, like, you know, from day one, like, like I said, the guilt, the food guilt is a, a big thing or the downs um, sometimes are a big thing, but also Again, I'll be real honest. Uh, I think I, I became a little bit too obsessed with that number on the scale. Mm -hmm. um, and like I get anxious before I'm going to weigh myself, which is just once a week. And, um, you know, it, it, it felt a little bit too obsessive, but I'm getting, uh, I think, better um, with that. I'm really working on getting better at that and just focusing on, again, those holistic changes, holistic benefits that I'm seeing, um, knowing that, you know, 
our bodies are kind of have their set point, right? Mm. And it's based on so many things based on genetics, partially just based on, you know, I don't know, hormones, it's based on a lot of things. And I'm starting to feel that my body is hitting its set point, and it doesn't mm. really want to shed any more weight. Um, but and that's like bothering me sometimes. And also like body shape, you know, like, uh, you can't change the way that you're, you're where you're going to hold fat. Again, that's a, a lot of that is genetic or whatever. Um, but I'm starting to just, again, accept it a little bit more and, and, um, yeah, again, give myself grace. I'm really working on that. You know, like I'm not going to be perfect no matter how hard I try. I'm never going to look like those Instagram models or influencers mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And at first that really bothered me because I'm like, I'm trying so hard, you know, why can't I, you know, whatever, look amazing in a bikini, but that's not the point. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about, um, why, right? Like, and hell, obviously I want to look good. I mean, who doesn't want to look good, but, but my health, I think was my number one and and just feeling better, uh, was my main goal. And I very much accomplished that, you know, so to, to continue thinking of why am I thankful for where I'm at in the journey, thankful for what I've done and, and not go get so caught up. Um, the one more thing, the other thing I'm, I've been working on lately to help with this idea of food guilt. Um, I'm reading a book called intuitive eating. Um, and it talk basically it's like everything that's against the diet culture, right? So that it's about making peace with food, um, giving yourself like unlimited freedom to eat. And then eventually, when you feel like you're not deprived, you never have this idea of guilt, you feel like you hit this nice kind of natural balance that Mm. most of the time I'm going to eat in a way that is pleasing to my body because it's what I need, right? In a healthy way. Um, And it's okay to have occasional treats. And and when you give yourself freedom and you remove the guilt, uh, you remove all these like negative emotions associated with food, you no longer have like the uncontrollable binging and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, it has been helping me, um, you know, get rid of some of that idea of guilt because Mm. I, I really hate that. Like I want to be at peace with the way that I eat. I want to be at peace with my body, um, no matter what it looks like, you know, and, and just be thankful for where I've gone, you know, where I've came from and, and whatever. Yeah. So much of what you said is just gold. Um, what I'm thinking about is this, it's this new movement, um, called body neutrality, Mm. which is basically learning to appreciate your body for its functionality. And I'm also seeing and hearing a lot more, especially in communities of color, where the idea of standards of beauty is just different. Um, there's certain cultures and certain races and ethnicities where our body types are just different like that. And that's just genetic and that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. So why are we adhering to a standard of beauty that is best for one culture, which sometimes isn't even healthy? Why are we trying to adhere to that when instead we should just be listening to our bodies and being like, you know, what's my cholesterol like? How am I feeling when I go up and down the stairs? Those are the parameters and appreciating our body for the functionality and the way that it is allowing us to live. So that's Mm -hmm. a new movement that I'm seeing. And I'm hearing a lot of what you're saying, shifting in that perspective of, yeah, it's really just about appreciating your body 
for, for what it is. And when you do have that sense of mindfulness and being in tune with your physical body and being like, oh, I'm actually feeling really full and it's making me feel uncomfortable. I'd rather not feel mm -hmm. uncomfortable. So I'm going to stop eating this delicious ice cream or like whatever it mm -hmm. is. And it's learning to prioritize listening to your body telling you things over other things that are just not as important. So it's, I think that's another reason why things like overhauling your eating and starting a physical health journey is a great way to learn about different aspects of your health because it's so holistic and it really just shines a light on on all types of things. I know we are starting to um, run out of time. Any like thoughts, any like last minute takeaways or things that you're like, wow, I would love for people to know this. Well, I think maybe I get if you are wanting to start your own journey, um, then I, I'd say the starting point, which we talked about in our habits episode, is just starting small. And I know maybe you don't want to talk about uh, this idea of smart goals, but I heard about, <laughs> about it through it. Mayo Clinic. <laughs> but um, it, when we, we set goals, they should be smart. So S stands for specific right? M stands for manageable, A for attainable, realistic, and time limited. So what does that mean? Like if you just say, I want to get healthier, that's too broad. It's too like vague. It, it's too overwhelming, right? But if you kind of start small, and again, this helps to have some guidance for this. Um, but if you just say, okay, like I want to eat more produce, right? I want to eat more fresh foods. So that's a smart goal if you say, I want to add two uh, servings of vegetables each day. That, that's something that you can absolutely attain, right? You can look and say, okay, maybe one to lunch, one to dinner. What's easy for me to prepare? You know, what's realistic that I'll actually do it um, and, and see how that goes. And when you feel like you've got that down, okay, another smart goal. I want to add 10 minutes of activity three times mm. a week, right? Depending on your current activity level versus I want to lose weight and be healthy like that, you know, so that's what I think is really important is to have these like small um, things that can become habits um, that can build one off the other off the other. And it really does spiral into like a positive mm. spiral. You're like, you know, I'm feeling good. And, and that's what happened. My new dietitian did not tell me I needed to start exercising. You know, she was focusing on my my food. But I was like feeling better and I, naturally exercise was like the next step. Like I want to do some mm. exercise. I used to love Taibo to kickbox. Like I want to, you know, try that out again. I dug out the old DVDs, <laughs> you know, and here I am like, you know, a year and a half later and, and I'm obsessed, you know, with, um, yeah. with working out period. But, you know, guys, I just have to put a plug. If you don't know who <laughs> Billy Blank's Taibo is because you're way younger than me, you know, I have multiple feelings about you being way younger than me, but you need to check out Billy Blank's Tybo. He has a YouTube channel, all the workouts you could possibly want at home. They're honestly my absolute favorite. Talk about feeling empowered. Like I just, you mm. just feel strong. You feel good. Yeah, it's great. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah, I had a feeling that um, Billy was going to find his way to, in the, in the uh, episode. <laughs> and I just met Billy Blanks like two weeks ago. Oh my, I'm just, yeah, I'm just so happy. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. We're on cloud nine. Yeah. I love if anyone that. wants to talk about Billy, just hit me up. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I think my takeaway is a little bit similar. Um, my beef with smart goals is all about me. Smart goals are great. I'm just petty. And there's a fun association that I have with that term. But smart goals is great. It's healthy. Yay. And I think the um, takeaway that I have is similar is remembering that it's a journey. So it's like, okay, Rachel, you signed up for the gym. That's great. We don't have to go to the gym seven days in a row. That's not, we're not going to go from zero to a hundred. Um, let's make small, concrete, measurable, blah, 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 smart goals um, so that we can achieve that and actually utilize the membership in a way that is adding to your health. So I think that's the main takeaway. Um, and we would love to hear from you all. So please let us know in the comment section below, what has your physical health journey been like? What's been helpful? What's been not helpful? Um, we would love to hear that so we can support you and cheer you on. We also would love to hear any ideas for future episodes. If there's topics you really want us to um, talk about and dive mm -hmm. into, we would love to do that. But yeah, you can connect with us on Instagram. I'm at Real with Rachel Ann. Marianne is at Wabasaba. Um, we are on Instagram, the podcast itself, at Connected Wellness Podcast. You can email us. You can email us at connectedwellnesspodcast at gmail.com. Everything will be linked below. And we are so, so excited to hear from you. Super thank you to Marianne for sharing your story with us. Um, and it's very inspiring. And I appreciate your realness about the highs and the lows of it and how you were able to manage all of that. So thank you so much, Marianne. It was really great of to course. hear. Yeah, I'm happy to share too much sometimes, uh, a little bit of an overshare. But I, I just want to say be kind to yourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because it, it, it's so easy to be really hard on ourselves, I think, especially as women. Um, so just be kind to yourself. Be patient. Um, and again, that patience and that grace will carry over into all parts of your life. And it can only yeah. be, um, you know, for your good. Yeah. Uh, but yes, thanks for listening, and, and I hope that everyone will just be well. We'll see you next awesome. time. See you next time, everybody. Bye.